this is Gerald Salenti. It's Thursday, October 8th, 2020. And here are some of today's trends in the news. On the market front, on the market front. You know, it's a little bit like this and like that. Keeps going up, keeps going down. Today it's up. Stocks rose on Thursday as traders, gamblers, you know what kind of language traders are? Yeah, traders. T-R-A-I-O-T. Yeah, those kind of traders, yeah. Weighed the latest comments from House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. House Speaker. Model. Look at these people. And President Donald Trump. Oh, boy. Regarding future fiscal aid. Can you imagine? These are the people deciding our future with future aid. It ain't aid. It's cheap money. They're pumping into the market. And as we said a long time ago, they're going to do it before Election Day, even though they say they're not going to do it. Dow Jones Industrial Average closed up 122 points and the highest level in a month. Ready? Shares of airline companies were higher in volatile trading. United Airlines, Delta, blah, 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 blah. They went up because of hopes of stimulus. That these stocks are going up, airline stocks, and the airline business is dead, to me is nothing more than a load of bullshit. You got it. 840,000 Americans filed for unemployment. Oh, yeah, the stocks are going to go up. 184,000. They expected 825,000. Quote, even though there is uncertainty now about the fiscal stimulus negotiations, regardless of who wins the election, we are likely to have additional fiscal stimulus, said Nancy Davis, founder and portfolio manager of Quadratic. No kidding. They're going to keep dumping more money into this. And the big news is a Democratic victory will be golden for gold. That's right. Read all about it in your Trends Journal. And I want to thank everybody. Boy, the subscriptions we're getting from, you know, Frederico in Puerto Rico, uh, Elisa in Switzerland, Antonio in Italy, from all over the world, Malaysia, Spain, Thank you so much. And of course, across the USA, Canada, around the world, thank you, thank you, thank you. We're all joining together and we all appreciate it because we're doing everything we can to give you the best information that you could find on trends anywhere in the world. So thank you for your continued support and thank you for spreading the word. So many times we're getting, how did you hear about it? From a friend, from a friend, from a friend. And that's going on all over the world. So thank you very much. So what else? Yesterday, stocks jump on revived stimulus hopes. Airline shares benefit from backpedaling on deal led by United and Delta. These stocks shot up yesterday. Delta gained 3.5%, United Airlines rose 4.3%, American Airlines 4.3%, today they're up again. This is not going to turn around in a jiffy, but that's what they're having you make you believe. Fed divided over policy framework. Without stimulus, dire outlook for the economy. Businesses shudder and jobs vanish 
as virus still takes its toll. That's the lingo they use in the toilet paper a record. No, not, not as virus takes its toll. Let's get this straight, you little low-life boys and girls. It's the slimy low-life politicians that have destroyed our lives. Don't blame it on the virus, because you know the facts. You know the facts. 94% of the people that died had 2.6 pre-existing chronic conditions. Over 50% of the people that died around the world were elderly people from nursing homes. All right, one after another. But prostitutes like little Benny Castleman and Jimmy Tanksillery, whatever their names are, in the toilet paper, and everybody else, one after another, they blame the virus. Don't blame the virus. Blame the murderers that are destroying life. And that's what they have done. Anyway... Gold edged up on Thursday as uncertainty about U.S. presidential election and bets that fresh stimulus would drive inflation offset investors' improved appetite for riskier assets more. You got it. They're going to keep dumping money into the thing. Gold is going to go up because the currencies aren't worth. Bullshit. Yeah. And again, Democratic victory going to be great for gold. Who's going to win the election? Well, there are people saying that Trump may not even be alive by then. And what they've given him is going to kill him. And he won't debate the next debate. But we say it ain't over till it's over. And we'll tell you more later. Oil jumps 3% to highest level in nearly five weeks on supply losses. And also there's storm in the Gulf of Mexico. And on Thursday, OPEC Secretary General Mohammed Barkindo said the worst was over in the oil market. Got to believe him. Got to believe him. We don't see it that way. The greatest depression has begun. These little slime balls that locked down the global economy, as we said from the very beginning, never mentioned the destruction it was going to do to the economy. And everything they've done has been a failure. And when cases go up, they blame the people. Rather than, hey, nobody talks about Sweden. Zip, zip, nothing. And what else? Ah, central banks flip to gold sales after record rally. Central banks became net sellers of gold in August for the first time in a year. You know why? They need the money. Yeah, that's right. Even Financial Times, they say it. All central banks around the world are facing a lot of pressure for liquidity, said Bernard Dahada with Natixis of Paris, or in Paris. Now is not the time to hoard gold. The hospitals need the money, he said. Not the time to hoard gold. What? The hospitals need the money. Sell fear, little boy. The hospitals don't need the money. 
The numbers don't add up. Hey, how many people do they kill in uh, Iraq? Eh, only over a couple of million. Eh, forget about it. That's all right. How many people are dying in Yemen from the starvation? Eh, we don't care about that. No, they need the money because they're dumping the cheap dough into their uh, systems so that they don't look like they're failing. Clown boy. Hospitals. Huh. Australia shows how to sustain a COVID recovery. I'm not making this up. This is the stupid headlines that they use. The government announced its intention to run deficits of 11% to 5.6%. The International Monetary Fund expects Australian GDP to decline, decline 4.5%. And they're looking at other declines of, eh, 7.8%, 8%, and 10.2% respectively for Germany, the U.S., and the U.K., respectively. They're dumping in cheap money. Shows how to sustain a recovery. They're dumping in cheap money. Tourists are tight-fisted in China. We call it a spending shows. The recovery from the pandemic is far from complete. No, the recovery from the lockdowns. So, yeah, it ain't great, but the people stayed in China and kept the money there. Dual circulation, we've been writing about it in the Trends Journal and what's going on. When you read it, the numbers aren't great, but they're a lot better than anywhere else because they're keeping the money in China. And I want to read to you this last graph. Putting the pandemic under control is essential for consumers to start spending again. But getting all the way back to normal will be long journey, even in China. Ah, a long journey, even in China. China's doing better than everybody else. And that's going to be a long journey, even in China? Oh, their GDP, what did I just, how the GDPs are going down the other countries? They're going to go up in China. The 21st century is going to be the Chinese century. Wear their masks, everybody. Wear their masks because you're all following the Chinese rule. We'll tell you what to do. We'll tell you what to do. No democracy, no republics. We'll tell you what to do. We're your leaders. Follow your leader. Yeah, put on them masks. And look how freaked out the little freaky boys and girls of USA and Europe are. Hey, they got those crappy little masks over there in China that every lot of people are wearing. But we're going to wear designer masks because we're so freaky and afraid. We're going to wear designer masks. The Chinese way. Go back to your Trends Journal. Tank Man 2.0. Yeah, how many months ago was that? We said it, and now it's here. The Chinese way you will obey. And then moving on. Uh, let's see. Oil and gas industry is laying off workers. Well, 107,000 jobs vanished in the U.S. Oil, gas, and chemicals industry between March and August. Wells Fargo to lay off 700, targets $10 billion in cuts. Uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Uh, yesterday, Allstate, the fourth largest car insurer in the U.S., said it will cut 3,800 
jobs, roughly 8% of its workforce. Goldman Sachs plans to cut 400 jobs. Everything, it'll, it'll, it'll be all right, it'll return, it'll come back, it'll come back. Remember all those morons, it'll come back. Oh, V-shaped recovery. <laughs> 40% ah, of Atlantis Canadian restaurants may close by March 2020. This is according to Restaurants Canada Vice President for Atlantic Canada. 10% of restaurants have already closed. On top of that, 68% of the restaurants still open or operating at a loss. 20% are breaking even. One after another. Ruby Tuesday. Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. File for bankruptcy. Empty re rental apartments in Manhattan triple, nearly hitting 16,000. This is really serious. The numbers speak for themselves. We are in the greatest depression. If you believe some politician is going to turn this around, knock yourself out. If you don't, you're going to want to subscribe to the Trends Journal. This is really serious. I'm reading you the numbers. The facts are there. This is not coming back. And it's going to break down at a lot of different levels. Ah, Citigroup fined $400 million for gaps in risk management. They're fined $400 million. Nobody goes to jail. But you do. I do. For anything that we do that's not legal as little people in Slavelandia. I read last couple of weeks ago, I told you about the Goldman's, the J.P. Morgan uh, Chase Gang. Yeah, rigging the gold and precious metals markets. That's all right, that's all right. Nobody goes to jail. And again, the bigs, they get a free ride. Largest rental homeowner adds funding to purchase more homes. Invitation homes, Rockport groups, Invitation owns already 80,000 homes, is buying at, at a clip of roughly $200 million a quarter since the pause at the onset of the coronavirus. People are losing their homes, and these big companies are buying them up, and now they're rental homes. As the Citigroup criminals, as the J.P. Morgan Chase gang. Hey, remember Jesus Christ? Yeah, bringing that whip in and driving the money changes out of the temple. It's okay for them, but not okay for us because billionaires' wealth reaches new high during COVID-19 pandemic. Yay! Can't you see what's happening? If we don't unite, if we don't unite, we are nothing more than plantation workers on the global plantation of Slavelandia. Come on. Come on. All you billionaires, come in, one of you, come and tell me what to do and make me do it. Nah, we won't tell you. We'll send our boys to do it. You got it. We better unite for freedom, liberty, love, joy, and beauty because you can see where this is going. And again, when you subscribe to the Trends Journal, we're telling you how to prepare it and prevail.
Ah, extreme poverty rises, World Bank says. Pandemic tips about 100 million people into category of those living on less than $1.90 a day. As the billionaires become trillionaires, you got it. And what do they give back? You know what they give back? Bullshit. You got it. That Carnegie, yeah, he was a terrible guy, but how about that public uh, library system and those beautiful buildings? Yeah, we're giving money for more drugs, deal. Yeah, yeah, you need them in vaccinations. I'm sitting outside today reading, getting the sun, and a woman walks by with a little kid, so help me God, and said to her, the kid had to be like, you know, maybe three years old. Today you're going to get your flu shot. And the mother was like this. I mean, my God. Anyway. Confusion, California. Going out to eat with members of your household, the tweet asked, don't forget to keep your mask on between bites. The tweet came from Governor Gruesome Newsome, the slimy little boy in California. And all you people, you behave and do what he tells you. Bend over. Put on your mask between bites. Put on your mask between bites. How can anybody put up with this crap? How can anybody take it? Do as you're told. Behave. Salenti. Do what you're told. Don't raise your voice. All aboard. Get on the deck straight to Auschwitz. And make sure you got your mask on. One jerk after another. Ready for this? Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease expert. F you. New York, they all call it top, a top jawboner, a top little low-life piece of garbage crap, a little lying boy. Don't wear masks, don't wear masks. Back in March, wear masks, wear masks. Anyway, said on The Daily Show, a Comedy Central last month, that he keeps his mask around his neck while eating in public. Oh, yeah, around your neck. That shows all those studies say how dirty that is, and it doesn't work. And his little jerk off with the mask and onto his neck. On Comedy Central is exactly where he belongs. It's a comedy show. ABC, CBS, NBC, FU, Fox, all of you. It's a game show. And it's rigged. Ah, you remember this one. People should skip kissing and consider wearing a mask when having sex to reduce your chance of being exposed to the coronavirus. That was from Dr. Dr. Tam, Teresa Tam, Canada's chief medical officer, chief Piece of crap. Who the hell are you to tell me? I'm a doctor. You listen to me. All right, let's listen to what she has to say. Doctor. You ready? Sexual health is an important part of overall health. Who the hell are you talking about? 
All right. However, sex can be complicated in a time of COVID-19. Hey, listen, sex can be complicated, you know, <laughs> without COVID-19, especially for those without an intimate partner in the household. Oh, well, he got a lot of people. Anyway, I mean, can you believe this crap? Could you believe this stupid crap? Could you believe? Of course you can. Look around the world. Look around the world how people are following this crap. Anyway. <laughs> or whose sexual partner is at high risk for COVID-19. Quote, if you choose to engage in a person... Let me read that again. If you choose to engage in an in-person sexual encounter, an in-person sexual encounter, when the hell do you ever feel like making love is an encounter? An in-person? What are you going to do it at a person? Do you realize the idiocy? And Adam Bob, get under your desk. These are the same morons. Got it? With someone outside your household or close contact bubbles, there are steps you can take to reduce your risk. She advised to skip kissing, avoid face-to-face -face contact, and consider using a mask that covers the nose and mouth. You should limit <laughs> the use of alcohol. Hall, do you believe this? Do you believe it? Yes, you believe it. Look around. Look around. They believe this. People believe it. Kids can't go out. No kissing. No kissing. And if you're kissing, no tongue kissing. That's really dangerous. You don't want to do that. No making love. No making love to a stranger. You got to get married first. Yeah. Yeah. Don't have a good time. No dancing. No dancing. No singing. Get back in your room. Yeah, I know you're in college. Get in that dormitory. Oh, and they're locking them down one after another. Somebody had a case. Quarantine for 14 days. Could you imagine growing up in this world? Please do what you can to support us. We have to unite. We have to stop this. Anyway, huh, dorm quarantined after positive sex. University of New Haven. Quarantine, dormitory. You can't go out. Get back. Get back in there. I'm the principal. I'm some low-life piece of crap that is a shithead that will tell you what to do. Huh. This is how bad it's getting. Man charged in death of bar patron. An 80-year-old guy, a 65-year-old guy beat up an 80-year-old guy because the 80-year-old guy told the guy to wear a mask. You see where this thing is going? It's insanity. New York City mayor warns of bleak days ahead. They closed down a whole bunch of places in Brooklyn and Queens. Find some mass gathering in the affected areas will be $15,000. And if you don't wear a mask, $1,000. Yeah, and guess what? It's the Jewish communities. Yeah, the Jewish people down there, the uh, Orthodox, they're fighting back against this because they don't want to be with, do what they're being told to do. They don't believe it, and they're fighting. Jewish leaders denounce new lockdown. And a whole lot of other things, too, one after another. We'll put more in the Trends Journal. But I want to uh, talk about the debate between uh, Pence and Harris. How low can you go? Look what they got. 
two nothings arguing about anything. No answers, but boy, a lot of, lot of arrogance in that. How about that fly on that cat's head, right? Yeah, that hairspray, what is it? There's Mark Ferraro, that wonderful, wonderful, high-level man who's the hair salon expert says, yeah, those things are all filled with chemicals and all kinds of stuff, sweeteners, so those flies, and you look at the clown look, all that fake spray and makeup on these people. It's a presidential reality show. How low can you go? And then here's some quotes by Harris. Ms. Harris continued, the American people have witnessed what is the greatest failure of any president, presidential administration in the history of our country. I'm no Trump fan, Ms. Harris. Greatest failure? Hmm. Did you ever hear a thing called the Civil War? Yeah, a half a million people or something destroyed the South. Oh, that wasn't bad. Oh, yeah, the worst one? Hey, Harris, how about the Vietnam War? Oh, no, you like that. Democrats started that. Yeah, Johnson. Nah, you liked Obama's murdering all those people over there in Libya and Syria. Was going on all the time. What else did you like? Oh, the Iraq War was your favorite. That was a great one. It's a joke. It's disgusting. And they did it behind plexiglass barriers. An audience of about 90 people watched the debate. They were instructed to remain quiet throughout the event and keep their masks on. Don't you say a word. Put that mask on. We beg you, please do not take off your masks, said Frank Farenkopf Jr., chairman of the Commission on Presidential Debates. <laughs> yeah, Jr. is right. And then plexiglass barriers won't stop, bop, 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 bop. A box fan, an air filter, and duct tape to attach them. With four such cobbled together devices at perhaps a total of $150, the vice presidential debate on Wednesday night could have been made safer according to experts in airborne viruses. Lindsay Moore, an expert on airborne viruses at Virginia Tech, laughed outright when she saw a picture of the debate setup. It's absurd, she said. It is absurd. All of this is absurd. We're living at levels of absurdity that are unimaginable in human history. We have little freaks, boys and girls, psychopaths, sociopaths, pathological liars, murderous thieves, running and ruining our lives. Again, if we don't unite for liberty, love, joy, and beauty, and have a renaissance, 
we're going to live hell on earth. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's Trends in the News. Hi, this is Gerald Salenti, publisher of the Trends Journal. Join me Wednesday, October 21st, 2020, at 7 p.m. for our live webinar. You're not going to want to miss it. We'll be covering all the major issues in these unprecedented times, issues that are impacting all of our lives, from the COVID-19 virus to the protests and riots in the street to Wall Street and Main Street. Information you need to prepare, prevail, and prosper. We'll focus our webinar on your questions, which you can submit in advance. Remember, our last webinar sold out fast, so sign up now at trendsjournal.com. First come, first serve. Don't miss this opportunity to know history before it happens. The COVID-19 war has changed the world, but who's prepared? What's next? It's in your Trends Journal. Trends Journal subscribers are prepared. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.